Hey, hey, my bloomies. Y'all, this is season one, episode six of Bloom, the self-love podcast where I assist you on your journey to healing. I hope everyone had a wonderful, wonderful week and an even better weekend. I sure did. And in the famous words of my good sis, Lauren Hill, everything is everything over on my end. Oh my God, y'all. As time progresses, I love this podcast more and more. And I truly, truly appreciate the support of my listeners. I mean, just this last week alone, the reviews have been amazing. I love when y'all give me feedback. I love when y'all talk to me because what I always say, I talk back, baby. I literally talk back. If you message me, I will respond. That is just how I roll. And the reviews, I could shed a tear. Seriously, y'all hype me up so bad. And I'm just like, are y'all gassing me or am I really helping y'all? Because, oh my goodness, one girl even told me that she gets her notebook out and takes notes as I'm talking. And I'm like, yes, sis, do your thing, girl. That's exactly what I want you to be doing. I want you to have your notebook out. I want you to have your little tea, your notebook, maybe your comfort blanket and just turn it on and jot your notes down, baby. That is exactly how you are supposed to listen to this podcast. Take your notes so you can refer back to them. Okay. And a little insider, I will be releasing some journals, aka mm, planners, and you'll be able to have those with you when you listen to Bloom. They will drop in January. I'm so excited about that. I told y'all I was going to have some merch coming. I told y'all and I keep my word now. So yes, I will have some planners. They're planners, but there is space for you to write in them like a journal so that you can just have that with you when you're listening to Bloom. I may even throw in a little pen for y'all too. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> but yes, oh my God, thank you so much for the reviews. Thank you so much for the love that y'all have shown me. It really makes my day. And I just wouldn't even continue doing this if y'all didn't give me that feedback because I just wouldn't know that, I wouldn't know if I'm reaching anyone. So this is so helpful. Um, talk to me, baby. I'll talk back, okay? <laughs> so, do me a favor. It's a small favor. It's not even big. You don't even you you don't even have to move. Share this with your friends. Share it with your family. I mean, share it with your boo as a conversation starter or as a way for y'all to heal individually and as a couple. Or share it with them because words fail you and you're trying to get a point across. Girl, you wrong for that. You, you know you wrong for that. Say it with your chest. But don't worry. I get it. This episode is specifically for you. <laughs> now, without further delay, our topic this week is drum roll, please. I'm not doing the drum roll down, by the way. Our topic this week is let it go. With a heavy concentration on the people pleaser. Woo, child. Now, this really resonates with me, and I may say that a lot, but honestly, I identify with each episode, and that's why I'm able to speak to it so well. That's why I'm able to assist you on your journey to healing, because I've been through it. Now, say it with me. Let it go. 
Okay? You got to let it go. Now, you know I love to start out with a good old definition. So the term let it go by definition is to allow someone or something to escape. The key word here is escape. To relinquish your grip on a person or thing. Now, I'm going to give it to you what? Raw, real, and on Coach Mel's terms. Cut it off. Period. Is no other way to say it. In this setting, my definition is cut it off. Stop. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Got it? Okay, good. I mean, honestly, from the initial definition, it literally says to let something escape. We are not kidnappers, baby. We hold absolutely nobody hostage at all. And one of my favorite toxic lines, yes, your good sis Mel, used to have a little future in her, is there's the door. Mm-hmm. There's the door. Okay. And our counter topic is the people pleaser, aka my former self. Yes, I did whisper that, aka my former self. Now, by definition, a people pleaser is a person who feels a strong urge to please others, even at their own expense. Now, what I'm going to give it to you like my bloomies. Raw, real, and on Coach Mel's terms, you're a pushover, one with no voice, no assertiveness, and to some, you may come off as scary. And we can agree to disagree on that one because I know some of y'all was real loud when you said, oh, hell no. And sis, oh, hell yes. (laughs) I went in, didn't I? Yeah, because that was me. Hi, my name is Melanie, and I'm a former people pleaser. I mean, seriously, sis, notes from your hood therapist should be notes from a former people pleaser because, baby, it had no end. Oh, my God, I'm melting as I say it. I have stayed in relationships, friendships, jobs, and situationships much longer than I should have, okay, out of fear. Fear. It's crippling. The fear of being alone, it scares me. It still scares me to this day. But see, now I have healthy coping mechanisms to deal with that fear of being alone. And did y'all know the fear of being alone stems from childhood trauma? Whew. I mean, dang, everything stems from childhood trauma. But we'll discuss that on a later episode. Now, if you know me personally, you know that I am not confrontational at all. Like, at all. I avoid confrontation at all costs. But I do keep a hitter to the left of me. Shout out my wife. Shout out my sister Kim. Hell, my mama too. And God, please let me never have to call Dominique Tierra Griffin. Okay, yes, I put her government out there. Do not ever let me have to call that lady. Y'all, it was, it had to be 2011. Y'all know I love a good story time. Me and one of my, oh my God, one of my many ex-girlfriends, we were arguing so bad to the point where she was telling me to pull up. And if y'all knew me in 2011, me and Dominique lived together, period. We were always together. That's my baby. I love her to death. 
okay, this during this time period, we were together every single day of our lives. And so when this girl called me and she told me to pull up, Dominique was right there. And I'm like talking my shit, but I'm like, I'm really not gonna pull up because <laughs> she was my ex-girlfriend and I still loved her. And y'all, we was fighting over a freaking wedding dress that she had bought me. <laughs> Girl, long story, long story. We ain't even gonna get into that part. This sec, this little piece is about Dominique. This little section right here is about Dominique. So she literally ran up on the girl and her grandma. Mm-hmm. Her, yeah, I said it. Her grandma, yeah. She she plays absolutely no games when it comes to me. This girl even threw, <laughs> y'all. I'm driving down the street one day. And my Maxima, if y'all knew me back then, y'all know I love my black Maxima. So I'm driving down the street one day and this guy in a freaking Trosa truck cuts me off in traffic. Dominique was eating a piece of corn on the cob and she chucked it at his freaking head, y'all. And it hit him all because he cut me off in traffic. Oh, it gets ugly with that one. Let's just not go there when it comes to Dominique, okay? That's my baby. I love her to death. Y'all, shout out to her. But I absolutely love the people who just don't play about me. I mean, thank you so much. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, I would not be here without y'all. But I'm not confrontational, y'all. I don't like conflict. I don't even like loud voices in an argument. It triggers my PTSD. Like, it sends me in a very, very bad place. So I do avoid confrontation at all costs. Sidebar, please never mistake that for thinking I'm scary. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, if y'all can see my face right now. Again, never mistake that for thinking I'm scary because I keep it on me. Okay? It's registered. Yeah, it's free. And I keep my mace on me too. Baby, my mama is Brooklyn bred. She taught me how to hide a razor blade under my tongue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't play with Lisa and we don't play with her kid. Okay? Now, back to the task at hand. <laughs> y'all, y'all know I'm silly as hell. So, I know it may be easier said than done, letting things go and all. But in some instances, girl, that's the only answer. And in hindsight, when you really think about it, why are you chasing anyway? If you have to chase, beg, coerce, or force anything, then it's not truly yours and it's not for you. I mean, just like I said about earlier, I was talking about childhood trauma. People pleasing is a direct result of childhood trauma. Oh my goodness, it starts at home because those are our developmental years. So you're literally being shaped into the person that you're going to be out here in this world. So that's why parenting is so important to me. I know I don't have children yet, but, and I know you're never truly prepared, but it's just so important to me that when I become a mom, that I'm just a different type of mom. You know, I want my child to be able to openly communicate with me. And I never, ever want to raise my voice at my child when I'm angry because that will make them recluse into themselves and then they won't open up to you. So that's just a little tidbit for parents. I will have a segment on parenting. So I am not going to get into it too much. Now, some of y'all might be like, how you gonna have a segment on parenting and you not a parent? Baby, because I know what type of parent I don't wanna be. 
Okay? Okay. <laughs> Y'all know I love going off on a tangent. But, yes, it does start at home because as a child, you have a constant need for validation. I mean, you are still developing. You have a strong desire to get things right. And it's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. Okay, so I'm going to tell you how, I'm going to give you an example on how it starts at home. Some of you may have been abused or constantly yelled at. Or how about this? You have siblings? I do too. And have you always taken the blame or been singled out? Then yeah, that's where your people pleasing started to develop. And it's okay. I understand you have a heart of gold. You have a heart of gold. I do too. But baby, you cannot seek validation from someone who quite frankly would not show you the same grace or mercy. Now, have you ever heard of the term pick me? And we done talked about it briefly before. I know y'all heard that term. Those are some of the worst people pleasers. Baby, they are willing to die on that hill and it's scary. All of their time, energy, and money. Oh my God, I'm getting a headache. Just because I said money is given to please the next. And that's just not going to continue happening. You hear me? No, let it go. So if you're not quite sure if you're a people pleaser, here are a few signs that you may be a people pleaser. One, you find it hard to say no to requests. Two, you regularly take on extra work, even if you don't have the time for it. Three, you overcommit to plans, responsibilities, or projects. Four, you avoid advocating your own needs. God, that was me. Five, you avoid disagreeing with people or voicing your opinion. I'm calling myself out here. That was me too. Or six, you go along with things your partner, friend, or even your parent isn't happy about to avoid creating friction. That one right there was most definitely me. Like, I will go along with whatever plan you want to do just so you wouldn't be mad. Like, if you're having a fucked up day and you're like, well, the only thing that will make me happy right now is if I went on a shopping spree, then, bitch, I'm about to take you on a shopping spree. I mean, are you serious? That's dumb as hell. I mean, males, for real. That's dumb as hell. And I really wish <laughs> that... I'm not even going to say that I wish that I had friends around this time when I was like the biggest people pleaser of all time because I had friends, but I wasn't really vocal about how I was being used. I wasn't really vocal about, you know, any of the things that I was going through. Like, I'm not about to tell you that I'm spending all my money on this person. Why would I tell you that? Then you're going to be looking at me like I'm crazy. So, no, I didn't share that with most. And if I would have been a little bit more comfortable with talking about these things when I was younger, then I would have avoided a lot of trauma, drama, and just stupid, bad decision making. And I would have saved a lot of money. I would have saved so much money. Oh, my goodness. So, that is why I'm here. Because... 
I want to stop you in your tracks. I want to be that person. I'm going to be that voice of reason. I am that angel on your shoulder. Like, no, stop. Let it go. Hey, no, move on. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, that's me. And in my life coaching sessions, I literally offer, it's about to sound crazy. And I had to put a limit on like this, like this, y'all, because I don't want y'all to be like, dang, she just money hungry. I offer a section on my life coaching website called crisis management. And that's when you can, you have me for the day. Say you're about, you're on the brink of a bad decision and you need somebody to be that advocate on your shoulder. If you send me a small fee, it's a very small fee. You have me for the day. Hey, Mel, I need you. I'm about to go over his house, girl. Please tell me no. Please tell me no. You got me for the day. And I'm all ears. Like, I, I love it so much. I love my clients so, so much. And I know that it's a professional relationship, but my clients are my babies. And I just honestly want the best for them. They are so sweet. They have hearts of gold. And... They're just amazing people and they shouldn't be used the way that they're being used. And I see myself in a lot of them. Uh, if you're my friend on Facebook, you do see me um, posting, posted with permission. And those are little segments from conversations that I've had with people. And these people are just awesome, awesome, awesome people. Some of them are not good people. I'm not going to lie. Some of them have very bad characteristics about them, but... The reason that I say that they're still awesome is because they took that first step to reach out to a coach. They realized that they needed help and they sought that out for themselves. So for that, they are awesome. And I love them so, 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 so much. Um, so yes, little sidebar. If you need assistance with a life coach, please reach out to me at bloom.coachmail.com at gmail.com and y'all that's the right email because i know last episode baby i had the worst brain fart at the end of the episode and i could not remember my email address but yes it's bloom.coachmail at gmail.com reach out to me if you need a life coach because i want to help you i want to be that voice of reason and even if you don't book a session I have action plans that you can purchase from me. They are catered to you and your specific needs. And I have that crisis management section where you can reach out to me and get help. Please don't be out here making bad decisions, being a people pleaser, spending all your money. Oh, y'all, if I can get all my money back, I'd probably be a millionaire. Like, no, no cap. I ain't gonna never cap to you. If I can get all my money back, from all these relationships, I'll be a millionaire. Mm-mm. Sickening. Okay, back to the task at hand. Now, if any of those, um, if any of those little questions, not questions, if any of those little topics that I read resonate with you, then you are a people pleaser. Okay, if you find it hard to say no, if you regularly take on extra work and not extra work isn't work like at your job. It could be because some of us are people pleasers at our jobs. But I mean, like, girl, why are you taking care of that man kids? And you ain't even taking care of your own. Like at this point, your kids is waiting on you at the house, but you at his house watching his kids. Like, no, why are you taking on extra work? 
You don't even have the time for that. Why are you doing that? Why are you over committing to responsibilities that are not your own? Why do you avoid advocating for your own needs? You are literally not being pleased. You're not getting what you need out of the relationship, but you have no voice. You're not assertive, so you're just being walked over. Are you a towel? I mean, I, I'm confused. You avoid disagreeing with people. You do not voice your opinion. Your opinion matters, especially in a relationship or a friendship. You can always agree to disagree. You don't have to agree with each other all the time. That's not healthy. You're being a people pleaser if you do that. And you go along with things just to avoid creating friction. Do not do that. So if any of those resonate with you, then my darling, you are a people pleaser. And you may be walking around frustrated right now, feeling taken advantage of because I just called you out. Okay, and that's okay. It's because you have low self-esteem or you have anxiety or you have a conflict avoidance personality type. But baby, that stops today. You have to stand up for yourself unapologetically. And if that means you lose that relationship, be it romantic, platonic, or between you and your parent, that's totally fine. They weren't ever loyal to you. They were loyal to their need for you and what you could do for them. And once you stop serving them correctly or <laughs> correctly in their eyes, you lost them. And that's fine because you know what? Sometimes the trash takes itself out. Sometimes you don't even got to take it out. It takes itself. It walks itself right on down your steps. I say steps because I have steps. It opens that door. And it sits itself right on that sidewalk. And that's fine because I ain't want to pick you up and take you out. No way. Because I'm done serving you. Okay. I remember putting. Y'all know I love a good story time. Again, y'all know I love a good story time. I Preface and disclaimer. I do not bash on this podcast. I share stories with you all because I'm transparent. And I want to reach somebody who may resonate with anything that I'm saying. I do not bash. I do not disrespect anyone that I've ever had any kind of encounter with or relationship with or situationship with. And that's why I will never say anybody's names. Because this is not a bashing podcast. This is a self-love podcast. Okay, I don't bash. I only uplift. Shout out to everybody in my past. Okay, we had what we had. It's done. Now... Story time. I remember y'all putting thousands of miles on my car just to appease my ex and her mother. Mm -hmm. And you know what? When I think about it, that was my very first red flag and I ignored it. And I say it's my very first red flag because this literally happened in the first two weeks of us dating. Wow, I just really, I really just revealed how much of a people pleaser and how desperate I was. So y'all, within the first two weeks of us dating, now y'all know what I tell y'all on my last episode or one of those episodes, I'm gonna keep me a car, I'm gonna keep me a crib and I'm gonna keep me a job. That's just me. 
okay? I come into the ship with these things already. That's just me. Now, that is not bragging. That is not, I'm not, do, I'm not boasting. I'm just saying, that's just something that I'm always going to have. It's just been instilled in me since I was a little kid. Handle your business, handle your shit, in the words of my mama. And handling my business and handling my shit to me means making sure that I always have a secure place to rest my head, making sure that I have a, a good job so that I can fund my lifestyle and making sure that I can have transportation. Okay. That's just me. So <laughs> y'all, when we first started talking, this person had absolutely nothing. Okay. They had absolutely nothing. And it's nothing wrong with that. I don't ever start dating someone for what they have because I always see the potential in a person that's that's like one of the biggest L's you can take as a woman fall in love with potential is one of the biggest L's you can take you are not build a bitch okay this is not build a bear you do not take a person who has absolutely nothing and build them up because let me tell you what you're doing. You're building them up for the next bitch. They're going to drop your ass like a bad habit. As soon as you put them on and they living their best life now and they good, they got their own car, they got their good-ass job, baby, they're going to dip on you. They're going to leave your ass high and dry and you're now depleted of your funds. Your car is ran down to the ground. And, baby, some of you are on the point of eviction. Mm. Anyway back to the story time so this person didn't really have much of anything okay um they had just gotten out of a relationship and they only left with the clothes on their back it's nothing wrong with that i have been there but baby i bounce back faster than your eye can blink okay um they <laughs> they didn't have much and at this point in time their mom's car was down and they asked me if I wouldn't mind giving their mom a ride back and forth to work. <sighs> Y'all, what I say? What, what was my answer when they asked me that? Dramatic pause. I said, yes. I, I said, yes. Even if it meant dropping me off at work in my own car so that you can get your mama to work on time. I said, yes. Because as soon as I attempted to say no, she got pissed. Like, word, really? Oh, you can't even do that for me? Like, are you serious? Like, you act like I'm, it's another bitch. It's my mama. Like, you act like I'm riding around another female in your car. It's my mom. First of all, it is riding around another female in my car. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Mama or not. But anyway, um, it's not about that. So once I saw how upset this person got, I immediately retracted like, okay, okay, I'll do it. It's fine. I'll do it. How long? How, how I began asking questions like, how long am I going to have to do it for? Why are you asking questions about how long you're going to have to do it for? Can you just do me the favor or not? And I'm just like, dang, why are you so upset? You know, like, sheesh, red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> and I ignored it. I just ignored it because I was just trying to keep the peace. I didn't want you upset with me. So I'm just going to go along. Even if I don't want to do it. That was me. What? One, not saying no to a request. Two, <laughs> taking on extra work. Three, over committing to a responsibility. Four, avoiding 
advocating for my own needs. Five, dis- avoiding disagreeing to or voicing my opinion. And six, going along with my partner to avoid creating friction. I mean, that was all six of them. I literally did all six in that one scenario because I, what, what did I say earlier? Hi, my name is Melanie and I'm a former people pleaser. So yeah, I, I did it. I mean, and that went on y'all for probably about two months, two full months. I mean, I, sometimes I wouldn't even stay at my house. My own apartment that I had that I was paying rent at, I didn't even stay at my house just to stay at their mom's house with them so that we can all just be in the same household and everybody could get to work on time. I mean, that's just, hey, y'all know I love a good story time. That's my story. Uh, One of many, that's like one of 2025 stories (laughs) of the times that I was a people pleaser. And you know who stopped me from being a people pleaser? I said that I would never discuss my marriage on this here podcast, but it was my wife. Um, it was my wife. She taught me to start thinking logically and not being so emotionally forward in my thinking. Um, and I appreciate that about her so much. I could literally shed tears right now. Aside from being my wife, she's my friend. And she has noticed many, many times me people-pleasing people in my life. So when I say, hi, my name is Melanie, and I'm a former people-pleaser, I mean, I just stopped being a people-pleaser, y'all. Like, within these last four years, because I've been with my wife for four years, married too. Shout out to us. Um, So she has she noticed that about me within the first three months of us dating, she noticed that I was a very, very, very hard people pleaser. She saw it in my relationship with my family. She saw it in my relationships with some friends. And she saw it just in my relationship with her. And she was like, hey, (laughs) like you don't have to do everything for everybody. And you damn sure don't have to do everything for me because I got me. And y'all, when she said that, I was like, damn. And that right there made me realize that in almost all of my relationships, I was only in those relationships because they needed me and not because they actually wanted me for me. She didn't need me, y'all. She did not need me. And that was so foreign to me, not being needed by a person because, come on, they needed my car. They needed my home. They needed my money. They needed me. This girl had her own. She came with her own. I mean, to the point where, I had a decision to make because I had my own place and she had her own place. And she was like, do you want to move in with me? I could have passed out. I had never. I was 29 when we got together. In my 29 years, been with anyone who had their own place. Ever. That was my first relationship 
that I was with someone who had their own place. And I packed up all my things and I moved in with her. And that was a first for me at 29 years old. So, yeah, um, I just stopped being a people pleaser. Sometimes I still find those little characteristics peeping out, you know, and I control them right when I see it happening. I control it. And I just want to give y'all some affirmations today. I haven't given y'all affirmations in a while. Um, yeah, I haven't given y'all any, but I'm gonna give y'all some today. So just be careful because baby, one answer DM can be the next five years of trauma. I heard someone whisper emotional damage and you will be correct. Girl, question. How you say you love yourself, but you're constantly being used? Answer that. Answer, answer that question. How do you love yourself, but you're constantly being used? You don't know? Okay, cool. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I have some affirmations for you. And I want you to mirror gaze when you say this. If you're not familiar with mirror gazing, it is when you, you and you alone go into a mirror. You have to be alone. And you gaze at yourself for five to 10 minutes. Now, in some, this may trigger an emotional response. For me, it damn sure did. I just did it last night and I was in tears. So you gaze at yourself in the mirror and when you're done gazing, you tell yourself, it's okay now. You're safe. I love you. Okay? So while you're doing these affirmations, I want you to say, um, while you're doing these affirmations, I want you to say, while you're mirror gazing, I want you to say, I love myself. I'm loyal to me and my needs. I will walk away if it's not reciprocated. That's a big one. Say it again. I will walk away if it's not reciprocated. I make good decisions. I use my voice to take a stand for myself. Okay, I'm going to give y'all those affirmations one more time. I love myself and say it like you mean it, because when you're mirror gazing, you're literally talking to yourself and you can tell when something is bullshit. So I love myself. I love myself. You can even give yourself a little squeeze. I love myself. I'm loyal to me and my needs. I want you to point at yourself when you say that I'm loyal to me and my needs. I will walk away if it's not reciprocated. I will walk away if it's not reciprocated. I make good decisions. I use my voice to take a stand for myself. Okay? Yay! Oh my goodness! This was yet another healing episode. I feel like I healed a little bit off this one, y'all, because... Hi, my name is Melanie, and I'm a former people pleaser. Yes, I am not ashamed to say that anymore. And it feels damn good to be able to say it and say former in front of that. 
So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you all have an amazing week. This was season one, episode six of Bloom, the self-love podcast where I assist you on your journey to healing. And baby, talk to me because I talk back. And like always, if you need to reach out to me, you can email me at bloom.coachmail at gmail.com. That's bloom.coachmail at gmail.com. And I am always available to assist you if you need that one-on-one time, okay? So again, y'all have an amazing week. I will see y'all next week on episode seven. And um, episode seven, episode seven episode seven will be the last one in this season okay but i will be back with a season two so y'all have a good one i love my bloomies have a great one bye